Only one person. Okay, let me hear from you. What was assignment, by the way? Yeah. Difference between passion and zeal. So, mm hmm. Passion means any great, strong, powerful emotion, especially in the matter of love. You're just reading book for me. Passion. It means um, any great feeling, like a strong feeling, emotion to do something. Mm. Yes. And zeal means favor. That means that favor means intense and passionate feeling. Yes. Okay. Now, um, the whole, um, the whole essence. Why assignments like this is that there are some things that they, they are very. The, the, the difference between them is very very. Very, very, you cannot notice the differences between some of these things. They are very controversial. So, when we have discussions like this, it's to help us understand the line, the, the difference, like the, the thin line between them and then the common ground that they share. So, oftentimes, people use zeal, people use passion interchangeably. Do you understand? It's, it's normal. So, the essence of this discussion is to help us to understand when to use each we are talking about passion passion has to do with emotion do you understand it's very powerful and strong emotion when you love something or hate something have you heard someone say i hate you with passion you have not heard that word before that's that line before i hate you with passion so passion is not just about likeness you can hate something so much like you want to throw up when you see it. That is passion. Do you understand? So passion has to do with your emotion. And it must be very strong for you to quantify it as passion. So if there's someone that you love cleanliness, like you will take extra care to see that you are you look clean. That's passion. It's different from someone who's just clean normally. Do you understand? If there's someone that is very, very accountable with finance, like when it comes to show of money, you want to be so detailed. You want to be so detailed, like they, they send you maybe something. You want to keep all the account to the core. You don't make any mistake. One figure must not miss. That is passion working there. Do you understand? You are so, maybe you, you, when it comes to caring for people that are in need, you go extra mile for them. That is passion at work. Do you understand? There is, a, there is, there is, um, there is that part of you that we care for people normally. That is, that one is, not, that one is not, it's naturalized. No, it's not passion. But that person that is passionate about you, we go extra mile. For instance, when you talk about teaching, there are some people that if you ask them to teach, they will teach normally they, 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 once they have the knowledge of what to say. But there are some people that can go the extra mile. When you look at them, see that this thing is just, it's just like it's in their blood. That is passion. So once you notice that there's a particular thing, that when it comes to it, you are extremely emotional, then you are passionate about it. But when we are talking about zeal, zeal is talking about devotion, commitment towards something. Or a cause. For instance, this is a church. If I am zealous, because it's from Z, you got zealous, zealous, and stuff like that. If I am zealous about, about this church, do you understand? I'll be extremely committed. Now, there is there is a passion part. So passion is passion is not talking about emotional. Whether I express it or not, it is part of me. It's, a, it's, a, it's an emotion, it's, in, it's, a, it's, it's within, it's a feeling. Do you understand? But zeal is what is the action. What did I say? Zeal is what 
action. It is not about what interest. So if you are zealous about something, you will see yourself. When, when people are zealous, they are always what working. They are always you know active because of what they are committed. They are devoted to that particular cause. Some people they are zealous towards someone. That means they are so committed. They are loyal to that person to the core. So anything that that will make that person happy, you will see them doing it. Do you understand? So most times, um, people use them interchangeably because you really cannot be so zealous to some extent if you're not passionate about something. Do you understand? Sometimes it is what you're passionate about that you will give your what, your heart and your soul to. The Bible says something that where the treasures of a man is, there will his heart be. Is it not true? So what you are passionate about is what you will spend your thoughts, your words and your action towards but for the sake of this discussion i want us to focus on a particular kind of zeal and passion which is what godly zeal and passion you can be passionate about so many things you can be passionate about sports you can be zealous towards your business you can be passionate about entertainment you could be zealous over so many things your academic work and stuff like that but if um if the foundation of your zeal the motivation towards your passion is not god then there is a problem. That is why you see some people, they commit sin with everything inside of them because they have been what allow their soul to become so attached to things that are far away from God. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to explain. So the difference there is that what passion is a feeling, it's an emotion, but zeal is an action. Do you understand? Your interest is your passion. Then what you do towards that interest coming to life is the what? Is the what? Is the what? Eh? Is the M? Is the M? Is the what? Is the Is the what? Zeal. Because who has been saying this is you to use sharp sharp girl. She has been saying Z, 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 you too, you do your ear like this, Z, nasty. And you're not even confident enough to tell me Z, though. You're saying it's Z. I don't know, I don't know, I from, I feel you, you change, you change it immediately. Well, because you just say Z, I smile, now Z, ah, clap for yourself, you are too sensitive. Hallelujah. So, I want us to quickly um, go through what it looks like to have godly zeal and passion. Please, let's open our Bible to Revelation 3, verse 19. Revelation chapter 3, verse 19. Fast reader. Are we there? You can read if you are there. Mm-hmm. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Mm-hmm. Be zealous, therefore, uh-huh, and repent. So, when we talk about, when we say repent, repentance, it shouldn't be a new thing to us anymore because we have hammered on it severely. Is it not true? Now, the, this place says that we should be zealous and repent. Why? Because repentance is an action. You know that I explained something to us about repentance and remorse, where I was giving us an instance that when someone is remorseful, the person is just looking at the consequences of what they have done. When someone does, does something bad, you catch the person. The person is feeling bad because of the shame and everything that comes with being identified with that particular sin. But 
that that remorse is just a feeling. You are feeling bad over what has happened. Do you understand? So repentance is not a passion. Because it is when you are you are remorseful, that is when you just it's a passion. You are just feeling you are feeling so 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 bad over what has happened. Do you understand? But for repentance, you need to make a move. A move towards to change your ways, not to go back to that thing. So God was in this place admonishing us towards to repent because repentance needs an action. So repentance is not something you just feel like it is not a feeling. I, I feel I repented. No. Repentance is an action. That is why someone can ask you a question. Have you given your life to Christ? Because it is a move. That is a move the person is expecting you to make. When it comes to giving your life. Give your life to Christ is not something that you just say in your mind. I've given my life to Christ. It's not true. There must be an outward manifestation. There must be a confession with your mouth. So when they ask you, have you given your life to Christ? The, the question there is, well, have you make an action, a, a, taken an action towards what? Identifying with God and his kingdom. So, there is really no, no, nothing much to say because we have really discussed repentance a lot of time. But I want to know that when zeal or passion, when they are godly, they long towards giving pleasure to God and benefiting others. So if you want to know if your passion is godly, just check out what you are always, what you are after. If it's something that pleases God. Once what you are passionate about, what you are zealous towards is something that pleases God, then it is godly. And not just that it pleases God, it must benefit people. It must go to us, benefit people. Remember that we were talking about religion the other day. Who can remember? Religion versus what? Redemption. Very good. Now, those religious zealous, what they do is actually not bad. Because some of them, um, they are so, 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 so um, giving to doing the things of God. But while we, while we describe them as religious, and in our look as if it's in a bad light, because some of those things they do does not benefit people around them. Let me give you an example. Now, I'm someone that loves praying, you know. It's not true. And prayer is very, very good. But if it is not the spirit of Christ that is operating in me, but a religious spirit, you will see me at home, midnight, when I know that everybody is sleeping. And maybe in our house, it's one of my apartment that we have. It's not even maybe a duplex or a flat that can, can say me lock myself somewhere. It's a one-room apartment. That one-room apartment, I have maybe five brothers sharing it with me. Or that is maybe, maybe another is also there. I'll now wake up. That time, I know that there. Maybe me have slept earlier. Slept maybe by 8. By 12. When then, then I enjoy that. And I'll wake up. And I'll begin to shout. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. What I'm doing might be right, though God Himself might be happy with what I'm doing because I am what submitting myself as a vessel unto honor. But the people around me, is that benefiting them at that moment? It's not benefiting them. I'm a disturbance. So if they can, any, they, when they want to describe me, how will they describe me? Will they describe me as one? They will they describe me as one holy, righteous? Will they describe me as one? Ah, that brother, hey, he's fire. It's a lie. They will say your own is too much. That is thy service. That you want them to know that you can pray. They will give you names. So, in that case, you need to watch your passion. You need to check your zeal. So, it's, more, it's not about one for the other. It's more the pleasing to God and it's more the beneficial to men. If it is beneficial to men but not pleasing to God, that means there's a problem. And if it is what, if it is pleasing to God but men are not benefiting from it, it's also a what? A problem. So, Watch your zeal and your passion to see that they are worth godly. 
And a zeal that is godly is fueled by love, and it is full of hope and joy. It is full of what? And it's fueled by love. Now, quick, let me, um, okay, now, those that are involved with godly passion are often blessed and they rejoice. Now, this love, this, um, this zeal and passion, this godly zeal is a primary character of God because we say that it is love. And there's a place in the Bible that says that God is love. Is it not true? So if you are passionate towards godly things, then that is, that is something that God loves so much. And you cannot obtain this thing by what? By purchase. You cannot obtain it by diligence. It is something that gets imparted on you by the grace of God. So, I am having passion for the things of God and being serious towards the comes from God. The Bible says that it is not by might or by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So you must understand it. However, we just say that zeal and passion comes from by grace. Is it not true? Now, if it is by grace, if it is something that comes by God, why is it that some people don't have it? Do you understand my question? Zeal and passion are things that come, at least, it will come from God. It is God that will put his love in your heart. Then it is not in your place as a person to nurture it. Do you understand? God will impart you with his love. God will fill your heart with joy. God will make you withdraw you close to him. That you make you begin to love his things and you begin to act out in a way that pleases him. Fine. But I will I wouldn't tell you that because it is a grace of God. That means you don't have to make effort. You need to still work towards making that love find it to grow. But yet yeah, that who don't have. If we say something is by from God. It's not by your effort. Then everybody should have it now. Is it not true? What you should have, and I will not have, is something I work towards. If maybe he spent his time to read his book, and he has a degree today, a degree certificate, and me, when I was supposed to go for my own degree program, I was playing up and down. If he, he can, he can, he can bring out your BSc, so you can bring out his own, and not bring, I will not have anything to offer because of what he works towards it. But something that comes from God, He's supposed, he's supposed to have it, and I will have it. Is he not the same God that we are serving? So why is that some people, they have zeal and passion towards the things of God, and some people don't have? Who can try? Okay? Yeah, that is one. Very good. So you should say that some people that God has bestowed upon them, God has made that provision. But they did not work. You know that there was a time that Paul was saying to was saying that he should stir up, stir up the gift of God in him. So what she's saying is right. There is a need for you to stir up. Bible says that you should work out your salvation with fear and trembling. We have said that salvation is a work of the Holy Spirit. It's not true that it comes by grace. But I see it for you to work. On Tuesday, Daddy was saying preaching, um, teaching of the Bible study. He was saying about righteousness, right? Righteousness. Now, when you want to talk about righteousness, you know that righteousness is something that. Once, um, once you give your life to Christ, definitely, the Bible says that all things are passed, all things have become new. So there's a, there's a part of righteousness that is imputed on you. You become justified, not because of your works, but because you believe in the name of Jesus. But it goes beyond that. There is a place of good works, there is a place of you doing things that pleases God. So beyond the fact that God has bestowed something on you, there is still a role you have to play, which is what to fan. To nurture that thing to see it what grow. So some people don't do that. Okay, from what I have, number one, some people do not know God. One reason why they don't have passion for it is because they don't know God. For you to pray, for you to fast, for you to study the word of God, for you to go for evangelism, for you to witness, it takes someone that knows God. If you don't have an encounter with God, 
you will know a passion about those things. Bible says something that to a carnal man, spiritual things look like what? Foolishness. So if I don't know God and I see her coming to church, what I will say is that ah, church people, I beg. Look at them. They don't only to carry by bone. That is what they know how to do. Do you understand? Are you getting what I'm, what I'm trying to say? So when you don't know God, you will not be passionate over certain things that has to do with God, which include evangelism, Bible study, prayers, quiet time. Those things will, they will mean nothing to you because you don't know God. Now, number two. Number two is that some people are becoming, have become so familiar with precious things. Some people have become so used to prayers. You know, there was a time when I, I was just meeting people in my life. All they were saying is, any small thing, they'll tell you, I have been hearing preaching all my life. Nobody should preach to me again. So when they, when they have any issue, and you try to, like, ah, my sister, my let us look at one, they say, when you want to say, I know it already. This is not Bible. People, even people are like that. And when, when I began to meet people, like three, four, five, that's people began to tell me something that, why am I crossing your paths with these people in that so that you will not come to a level where you'll be like them? There are people that become so familiar with God. If you talk about prophecy, they'll tell you what you want to, what you want to prophesy to me. Ah, me, I've been any prophecy before. In fact, God is even speaking through himself. So they will undermine. And the Bible says that we should not despise prophecy. Do you understand? You talk of evangelism, they'll, they'll tell you that they have seen it all. They become, they are not so familiar with God. And once you become familiar, your passion begins to what? To go down. So don't come to that point because so familiar. Even me, I don't want to become familiar with people. Let alone God. In this church, I was in my discussion with that. I that, ah, that is, you see, I don't want to become so close to because I don't want to become too familiar. You understand? There is a way you become so close to people, become so familiar, that the anointing will not even work for you again. Do you understand? I, I, when I see people that are ahead of me spiritually, there's a way I relate to them culturally, but I still maintain that sense of some kind of deep, so that the grace of God upon their life will I cannot say because my mommy is still now come and start. There is still some gap I will give. Because it is not trying. It wants to become so close and attached to people. Do you understand? You begin to look down on them. So you must be very careful. And at the same time, I don't want people to look down on me as well. Like the way I become so, I'm teaching you. Imagine I'm your Sunday school teacher. I teach you, but yes, maybe I, if anytime I see you, I'm just Play one nonsense, play with you. Touch. Will you still have, will I have value your eyes anymore? Even though I want to be familiar with you, I want to, I don't want, I want to be free with me. I still need to give myself edge. I still need to be firm. I cannot come to Virginia. There is a level of play. I will not play with him. Because I know that there's a way I become so close to him. I will not have value in his hand any, anymore. You know, everyone that have that maturity to know that you can be close to people and still respect them. Some people, once they, once someone is close to them, that person has become their mate automatically. So if you are wise and you know that you have some content in you that will profit them, you should not allow yourself to be so familiar. So some people that allow themselves to become so familiar with the things of God, and that is why they don't have the passion anymore. So I am telling you, so you don't come to that level because some of God is going to raise people to be so great in life. Don't come to that point where you begin to say. Don't, don't preach to you. Say, don't preach to me. I beg, I'm only preaching on my life. What, 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 is, what is that you want to say? I'm not heading for. Eh? Want to pray to you? Say, ah, pray. Which, what, which, what, what will your prayer solve? I've been praying on my I've been praying for you. I've been laying hands on me. Nothing has happened. So please keep your prayer. Don't get to that. Then, we talk about three that we live in a me first society. People are not passionate because we live in a me first society. Society whereby everybody wants to be number one. Do you understand? People want to put themselves first. And because they want to put themselves first, what will happen? Eh? 
Everybody wants to put themselves first. When you, when you give someone a new role, whether it is in the church or outside the church, they are looking for how to profit themselves. It's not true. And we said something earlier about passion that it must be what? If it is godly, then you must fulfill two conditions. What are the two conditions? I just said it now. That if your passion is godly, there are two things that must be there before you can call it godly. Who can remember? Yeah, it was pleasing to God and beneficial to man. Now, beneficial to man means that what you must, you must be sacrificial about it. There's some some them them um when you talk about passion, some passions, um, you know, these days people talk about passion, they talk about monetizing their like if you are passionate about something that does not put money in your pocket, it's not worth it. Now there's some kind of thing that you're passionate about. Like, maybe if you have passion for singing, you understand? There's something that you're passionate about that truly that you put money in your pocket. But once I want to know that when it comes to passion, the money is usually buried down, 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 down. You need to do a lot of work for you to begin to, you know, harvest. Do you understand? Now, if you are the kind of person that is selfish, that you want to just please yourself, you want to just look good, you want people to just respect you, do you understand? You are not after benefiting their life. Don't think that, that your passion will die. Because by the time you begin to do things that will profit you, you know your passion will not become a, 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 a factor to consider anymore. Because there are some things you are actually passionate about, which when you begin to you know, give your time to, you will see that you will be living a sacrificial life. You will not be, for instance now, okay, I'm teaching you now. As I'm here now, nobody is, nobody is paying me sorry for anything. Do you understand? If I am not passionate about it, if I am not driven towards for you know to do it, I'm beginning to look at myself. That this time I'll be using to be doing all this preparation, doing all this. It's some time I will I'm gonna do all the other things that will add money to my life that will I beg. Listen to people from the school. Do you understand? What has happened? That passion to teach begins to want to die because I have put myself first. So the same way people get to lose their passion when they find themselves in environments where everybody is putting themselves ahead. And before long, you too, you get, you want to, you, that particular thing in them also sucks you in and you start looking out for yourself as well. And before long, your passion becomes what? History. Number three, we grow, number four, we grow apathetic. Apathetic means without zeal, without enthusiasm. Do you understand? You are now comfortable, you are nonchalant. We grow more apathetic as we grow older. When people begin to grow older, what they begin to say in their cell that I have work. I hear the love of my mother and my father. They will tell us, my mom will always say that we have work when I'm supposed to work for. This time is for me to, uh, to eat. So I know I can view people's turn now. Do you understand? You will see, um, my dad is to say something, that they have work when they have labored. So it is not that so it is for the children. So once we begin to get older, we begin to withdraw little by little because we felt that we have done it more. We will just say that let other people still come up. And before you know it, little by little, your passion begins to die. So you see some people, you know, now look how this musician yeah, that's that rings. Okay, let me, I don't want to call what the musician's name. I don't know which, okay, let me use, um, Snatch is still raining, Sha. All this, there's some gospel musician. Okay, let me use Shaman Jesus, she's still prominent. Well, let me use her as an example. There was a time that Shaman Jesus was household name everywhere. Shema Jesus, whether you're Yoruba, if you don't know Shema Jesus, you know it's an international brand. But today, when I'm hearing Messi Shingo, when I'm hearing 
In fact, I'm not sure if, should, if any of Shema Jesus' songs should be out. That means she featured one of those younger upcoming. Go and check. Oh. Maybe she featured Mrs. Chinwo or Frank Edward. Or she, I, I've not, I'm not sure that recently I've seen any song come out, new song, and it is Shema Jesus. And people are making noise about it. But I remember 15, 20 years ago. Now, definitely, the way she is, and she has made her money. She has grown. She has she's now famous. So she's now more into maybe nurturing upcoming. Do you understand? So if you find yourself in such a position, your passion can go down. So I am not an advocate of not giving others a chance. It is always good that when you have made your name in a particular industry, in a particular place, as you grow, you also nurture. You also give people a chance to also grow. But be careful that you're because of what most time your passion moves with your purpose in life. So if anything happens with your passion, to your passion, your purpose, do you understand? Becomes under threat. Are you understanding? You understand? Then finally on this one, I've got something else that we want acceptance and approval. When you want to be accepted and you know praised by everybody, your passion must go down. That is for sure. Because that people are not like your passion. The way I am, I know people, some people, there are some things I like doing. Some people don't like, even my family, they'll see that you are, you are wasting, it's a waste of time. They'll see that you are, that you are, you are putting their name on the mud. There are some, there are some, um, some, maybe some family now, they don't, they don't have, they don't, they, 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 the, way, the way they take actors and actresses, maybe they just see them as, as bad people, bad influence, do you understand? And then you just write, you say that you are passionate about acting. Maybe your father is a pastor. Your mommy is one evangelist like that. And you say one to act. You say hey, act in Hollywood. You like life cannot happen. They will frustrate that passion for you. Do you understand? So if you want to be in their good books, the best thing for you is just to keep that passion. Forget about acting. Go and become a medical doctor. Or go and become a accountant. Do you understand? So that is just that is just how it is. But if you want to feel your passion, your passion. You must not be so like six assembled of people or their approval. You know one thing about life is that once you have made it, once you have stand, some people that you don't even know they will, will, will begin to look for you. But that moment that you are trying to find your footing, you are seeking survival. Then I start challenges will come here and there. People will oppose you, they will say many things, they will call you names. But if you can remember say that those that overcome to the end. They shall receive the crown of life. So in the midst of all the challenges, you stood your ground. When you have made it, maybe that time, when you, are, when you, are, when you say you are going for audition, you come, I see you, I'll be laughing, I'll say, Wura, you want to be actress too. Look at it. Eh? I, I will insult you, insult you, insult you. Don't, 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 don't do with your life, oh. Eh? You want to be actress. Which actress? That one. I'll just discourage you, finish. But you don't mind me. You can't do what I'm doing. By the time you he make one, you know, one of your movies just hits like this, and the thing just you blow. Ah, that time I'll be asking, ah, that day, I know how, I know how, I know how, how do I get her number? How do I see her? You see that those people that condemned you before, that called you rich, that called you fool, they're going to look for you. But however, the thing you must do in sticking passion, make sure your passion is what? Is what? Is what? Alright. Make sure your passion is what? Uh, hey. You. Make sure your passion is what? Uh-uh. You are the back. Make sure your passion is. Is what? Good. Good. 
Good. Hmm. Make sure your passion is what? Eh, no, me. You are clapping hard for me. <laughs> Sister and wife, make sure your passion is what? Hmm. Abby? Make sure your passion is what? Godly. Clap for her. I've been saying it since. Your passion must be godly. In as much as you want to be so committed to it, in as much as you want to be, you want to be successful in it, it's more because if it is not godly, at the end of the day, even what you call success is as good as failure. So um, I'll give you an assignment in, from this what I just said. I want you to go home and give you find out five reasons why godly passion and zeal should be our priority. Five good reasons why godly passion and zeal should be our priority why godly passion and zeal should be our priority very very important then our assignment i gave us abby the one that i've been doing since that we i i, I told her that um I'm talking about sin 